0: I V M
1: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 180 of Shunya 1. We seem to be hitting those numbers every week uh, and I can't believe we are almost nearing uh, you know 200 at this point. Uh, But even today, on our 180th episode, it's actually a very, very interesting uh, conversation that we are having with the founder and CEO of a company called Hungerbox. True to its name, I think the conversation was really, really interesting. There's so much to consume. There's so much to take in, uh, especially uh, listening to Sandeepan Mitra, uh, who is here with us today, who personally is a veteran in the food tech space as we know it. Uh, And it was really insightful to hear some of the early journey, some of the you know, uh, initial uh, startups that he was involved in and probably all of the names which you've heard before uh, and probably even used yourselves if you've been in the digital ecosystem in India all the way back from uh, 2006. So very, very interesting chat. Please stay tuned, check it out and uh, leave us some feedback once you uh, listen to this episode. We'll take a quick break and come back and talk to something.
0: Hi Sandeepan. welcome to the show. Uh, how are you doing today? Hi, hi. Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, thank you for having me on, on
1: the show. No, I it's it's ahead. great to uh, speak to you. And of course, today we're going to talk about uh, Hungerbox and you know the very unique platform that you've built there. But before we uh, jump into that story, I think I'm very interested to know from a, if I may say, so veteran food tech person like yourself, a little bit of your own backstory. Uh, I mean, you've actually been involved in uh, not just food tech, but the overall uh, Indian startup ecosystem for a very long time, uh, from uh, from probably its first phase, uh, if you can say that. Uh, so, True. why don't you go ahead and give us a little insight into that backstory?
0: True. No. So, uh, um, our journey started in 2006, where we, uh, you know, founded uh, Southeast Asia's first food tech company i'm sure wow. not many people know about it right uh, it was called hungry bangalore <laughs> so yes. uh, so we started in in 2006 and and that was a the time there were there were no apps and there were no smartphones it's, it was all on the web so hence it's it was over 15 hungry.
1: years ago it's yeah, it's crazy yeah. <laughs> to think how uh, in internet terms it's 15 years is a is a lifetime
0: true true and and uh, you know the, the story is that the first time uh, we were interviewed uh, you know we were asked what kind of company is this and that was the first time the word food tech was used. Right? Wow! So, so it was it was used for the first time to define our our company way back in in 2006. Right. Uh, so, so, so we we built the first B2C, you know, online food ordering uh, platform. And and this is all you know pre apps. So it was a very 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 slow growth since since 2006. People would go to the website uh, right. and and order food. Uh, and, and, the restaurant would, would come and deliver uh, the, the food to you. So, so, uh, this went on and, and then we partnered with the Just Eat Group in, uh, which was then the world's largest online food ordering company in, in 2011. Right. And the company got renamed to Just Eat.in. Right? And, and we ran it since uh, 2011. 2014 was a very pivotal year for the entire industry yeah, with right. the advent of smartphones, of, of affordable internet. And, and people wanting to do everything uh, you know, on an app. Uh, so, right. so 2014 was that year which we started uh, as a dot-com company, but ended being uh, an app-first company. Right? Uh, okay. so, so more than 50% of the orders in that one year shifted from uh, you know, dot-com to, to apps. Right? Uh, and then you know, 2016 onwards, the, the 2015, uh, the, the company uh, did uh, very well. And then we got an acquisition offer from Food Panda, which which the board accepted, and the, and the company was eventually uh, acquired by Food Panda. Right. So so that brought an end to our first nine year uh, stint. Right? So, right. so we are one of those uh, very lucky food tech companies to have seen the entire journey of of building the company to it being acquired. Yeah. Right. But uh, so so we were we were happy and and proud of of, of that, but. What what we missed was you know creating a legacy, right? Uh, you know the the company was acquired and then you know the the name went missing. And today, if right. you ask any of your viewers what's online food ordering, they'll they'll say it's Swiggy or or Zomato, right? Nobody right. remembers who who started right. this, this uh, uh, business in in India, right? So we we lost the legacy, and that's something that hurt the entire team, right? And 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 then we said that you know we have to build another company, and this time. Uh, you know that that company should leave a legacy right in its, in its mm-hmm. field, right <laughs> like like uh, for example, you know we, we use the word Xerox uh, <laughs> instead of yeah. photocopy right? exactly uh, yeah. so, so so the entire industry is known by that one company and so we want to build something something of of, of that uh, stature uh, right? and um, so uh, you know uh, once the company was acquired and, and we did a handover in 2016 we we started uh, Hunger Box. With the idea that you know, we we see everything getting digitized around us, right? Uh, you know, I, I have been that that fortunate generation where we used to have to stand in a queue to buy a movie ticket right before yes. book my show happened, <laughs> right? Yes. Or or go you know stand and then get an agent to go buy a a, a bus ticket right uh, before uh, you know yes. all these apps and 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 all that happened, right? So so we we saw everything getting digitized around us. Uh, and, and that's been the trend over, over, over the last uh, decade. But what's, what was startling to me was the fact that office food, right, which is one of the most consumed items, right. So I'm ex Wipro. I was a software engineer at Wipro for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I worked in Yahoo for a couple of years. In both places, I used the cafeteria, right? And mm-hmm. working as a, as a techie in, in these companies and, and then going, standing in a queue for my food. Not once, not twice, but two point two times in a in a day, right? Uh, yep. You know, got got me thinking that you know this needs digitization, right? Uh, you know, the convenience that all other digitizations have, have brought about in our lives. Uh, cafeteria food also needs to be digitized and made more convenient and and uh, easy for for all yeah. employees consuming food in in cafeterias. Right. So so with that basic idea. We jumped in in 2016, starting uh, our our company, right? And uh, you know, we started in Feb. Only in September did we get our first client, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 since then, absolutely stellar journey. So, uh, 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 you know, from there, we we grew quite rapidly. You know, just right. before the pandemic, we were clocking, you know, about six and a half lakh daily transactions. Managing ah. about six hundred and fifty cafeterias across the country, right? They're doing a GFE, a gross food value of over fifty crore a, a, a month, right? So, ah. so these were you know things that we were able to achieve, uh, and then obviously the, the pandemic was was pretty hard on us. Yeah, but then offices are back, so and and they are back to the bank.
1: Yeah. But before I delve a little bit more into you know our current state of the product and everything, just a few points that you mentioned earlier, right? I mean, obviously, you're someone who's seen these waves a little before maybe they were mainstream, right? Especially uh, with Just Eat or uh, Hungry Bangalore, in fact. You know, there was always this core value proposition you were bringing saying, this is getting digitized and, you know, your users yearn for this. In the previous journey, while you existed, The rest of the food, the other food tech apps, right? They sort of came in and they changed the let's say topography of food of delivery and ordering as we know it, right? What have there been any early insights or rather mistakes or misses that you had over there which you did not build that you are already very cognizant of as you started this next chapter? I mean, lessons, uh, if I may ask you,
0: of uh, of the first first chapter that you had. No, so uh, you know, uh, every company goes through a series of mistakes it it makes, right? That that's what makes a company. That that's what okay. makes the industry, right? So you have to have your series of mistakes. You would be lucky if you commit them early <laughs> in the yeah. in the journey of the company, so that you can make quick corrections. Uh, like like we did even in uh, hunger Box, right? We we made certain mistakes, but we made it early, so we were able to you know take course correction easier. Right? the bigger you get, the more difficult it gets to make close correction. But but looking back, uh, you know, uh, hungry Bangalore when we started was a company ahead of its time. Right, and right. and if you are a company that has started ahead of its time, you have to be patient and wait for the market to come and you know uh, acknowledge your company and, and and absorb what you are trying to uh, build. Right, uh, the ecosystem was was not ready when we started. Right, we were just too early uh, for the time. And hence we had to be more patient. Uh, and, and as I mentioned, you know, the first eight years uh, it was a it was a, a tough journey. But just when you know things started looking up and and the industry just you know kind of uh, came to its own, 2014 onwards, that's when the company got acquired, right? So uh, you know, uh, so yes, you know, uh, for us it was like if, if, if we had to hang on and, and, and uh, do this longer, we would have been a much 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 Bigger company, right? We wouldn't have you know, the the million dollar valuations became billion dollar valuations, uh, you know, in, in, in that uh, phase, and 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 we missed that, right? Uh, so I think uh, you know timing plays a very critical uh, factor, whereas in in Hunger Box, uh, the the timing was just perfect. Right in in 2016 when we started Hunger Box, uh, you know, we we could just leverage technology that existed, right? right. People were comfortable using apps and digital payments and and things like that. So we didn't have to wait for the industry to catch up, right? Uh, The the industry was ready for the disruption, right? So in in terms of timing, we got this one absolutely spot on, right? Any any earlier would have been an issue, any later also would have been an
1: issue. No, that's very interesting. Uh, And timing, of course, timing, size of market, you know, all of these things, which pretty much determine your success or failure. But it's commendable that In spite of that, at least in your first phase, you held on, you know, like patience is one thing. I think uh, the fact that you didn't give up itself is also uh, another factor that, uh, you know, uh, contributed to your success. Coming coming to Hungerbox, you know, uh, obviously this is a little bit of a change from a, let's say, a B2C to a B2B sort of offering. Uh, While I know there is a consumer-facing app and there's obviously value for the consumer, how did uh, what was your uh, let's say was there any conviction behind choosing to go that route and solving for businesses versus trying your hand at anything else directly consumer facing again?
0: No, so uh, so as I mentioned, you know, for me the biggest motivation was the fact that you know uh, working at at the uh, pro, uh, you know, me and my friends would you know during lunch go from our ODC to the cafeteria, stand in a queue. Right you know and then then get to the counter pay by cash and then stand next to the counter waiting for you know food to come and if there is a masala dosa <laughs> you would have like a, a, a fight with four masala dosas having about sure. and everyone jumping and, and and trying to get one right and we would do this not once twice but you know 2.2 2.5 is the average number of interactions a, a user has with this mm-hmm. cafeteria right it's so the yeah. most uh, frequently used thing you know that that one does on on a daily basis, right? So, uh, so for us, uh, now what what baffled me was that how is this not, uh, you know, enabled digitized, it, yeah, to to make things convenient, transparent, make things more accountable for for all stakeholders, right? Not just for the end user, even for the food partners, even for the administrative staff who is overseeing the, the cafeteria operations, uh, even for the staff working there right uh, you know things could be made much better if we have a digital layer on on, on top of this right and and that was the motivation uh, to to start and, and then obviously we entered b2b and you know six years now doing b2b and uh, having done b2c for nine years right? yeah. <laughs> it's it's 10 times easier running a b2c company than a b2b company <laughs> oh yes right? b2c uh, is easier yeah, yeah b2c is as uh, uh, you know Running it on a day-to-day basis, you know, it's far easier than running B two B. Of course, B two B expectations. Any are client, different. yeah, the, the client sneezes and you have to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 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 in B two C, it's much, you know, operationally much easier to to run the uh, show. Correct. Correct. Uh, but then, but then, you know, I I love the food space. Right. Uh, yeah. I I love feeding people. I I love the Joy it it brings in it's you know all all to do with things from the heart right food right and 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 right. we love this space we have been in it and I want to you know kind of do the next 15 years doing food right it's it's a no. very 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 special industry, you know uh, very challenging yet very 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 satisfying if you get it right right uh, so, so love the industry so our conviction around it does not change. You know, if if the you know macro scenarios uh, you know around us keep changing, you know favorably, non favorably, but right. your conviction around what you are doing and the fact that you know there is a value creation that that you are doing, uh, you know, if that is there, then you are able to navigate through such times.
1: No, absolutely, and. Uh... You know, I don't think uh, uh, you, what you're what you're building today is definitely uh, not only needed from a consumer point of view, but I think, uh, you know, it was one of those aspects, like you clearly said, which was just not solved for uh, with tech. Uh, and it pretty much covers the 360-degree interaction with food now, with hunger box and then the rest of the things in the ecosystem uh, available to us as consumers. I don't think there's any food which... You buy or eat or, uh, you know, uh, interact with uh, vendors on, uh, which is non-digital anymore. So uh, definitely was a gap in the market.
0: I'll just add one more interesting uh, thing. You know, once we built this and we went to investors and they asked that, which company are you trying to ape here? And we said that, no, we are not. (laughs) You know, this is is a a solution built by us. You know, the only people we talked to were, were the stakeholders. Right. And, and we have built this. We have not aped any other company. Right. And that was, uh, you know, something that people, you know, uh, did not take so, so well. Right. Uh, That, that how is it that, you know, there is an Indian company which is claiming to do something, uh, you know, unique. Right. Uh, No offense to a lot of unicorns in our country. Right. But they have grown out of aping something outside. Right? But yeah. what we take pride in, in at that hunger box is the fact that whatever we have built is absolutely unique, right? And yeah. and we had a proper research done all over the world to find out you know if there is another digital cafeteria application in, in, in the world, and there is none, right? Wow. So so what we have done is is not just unique in India but unique in the world, right? Uh, so Amazing. that's something that we take absolute pride in, right? That that there is serious innovation done in the food tech space and led by India for once, right? Uh, not that's something that, that <laughs> has been brought in, but, but uh, uh, like... Yeah.
1: No, that's amazing. And and the fact that it could be done with uh, at the right time with the right addressable market shows, I mean, I think you just... Uh, clearly, yeah. you know, someone like you or someone who's seen, been there, done that in the first wave probably... Was able to see uh, this gap, uh, Sandeepan, Before we, you know, break down the product a little more uh, and uh, get into, let's say, the nitty-gritties of the business, I'd love to take a quick break uh, and come back and uh, talk to you again. Hey everyone in conversation with Sandipan, uh, talking to us about, uh, you know, Hunger Box and, of course. Uh, all the things that led to, uh, you know, the company being formed. I'd love to also now understand a little bit more about the actual product and the, you know, let's say the infrastructure that you're really providing. Now, when you went to, you know, cafeterias first or these sort of large office cafeterias and where there's a, there's a captive audience uh, of consumers. Then there is the, you know, the, the actual cafeteria food vendors, or let's say the, the, or whoever is the catering company, let's say, how open were they to actually using tech? Because again, this is B2B tech. You had to solve for the cafeteria side first and then probably make the consumer app. So how easy or hard was it to convince them? You said it took you six months or so to get your first customer. What was what were those early conversations like and how did that form or your opinion on what exactly to build?
0: No, so uh, absolutely, you know, the, the industry is is extremely fragmented right it's 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 yeah. one of those industries where more than 90% of the industry is is run by very 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 local uh, players right uh, but in my experience of working with food entrepreneurs in in our country and looking at you know food entrepreneurs world over right one realization was that uh, you don't need to build another kitchen in india right mm-hmm. so there are a lot of amazing food entrepreneurs you know, making great food. All we need is a, is a platform that helps them sell their food, uh, well. Okay. So mm-hmm. the, you know, once we went in, met every stakeholder and, and the best part was that, you know, September when we went live with our first cafeteria, that was the first time we ran a cafeteria, right? Before this, nobody mm-hmm. in the founding team had ever run a cafeteria. So, so that helped us look at everything with a fresh pair of eyes right. and, and question everything that he that. Right. If Mm -hmm. you're from the industry, you, you kind of, you know, tend to lose that ability to question why is, is is it done that? Uh, So, so once we entered, we realized we don't need to build a new kitchen. It's all there. All we need to do is four things, right? Put a technology layer and build deep tech, right? Not, not just a uh, ordering layer, right? But, but deep tech, which every stakeholder is, is uh, using today. The Mm -hmm. second was food safety and compliances, right? Uh, that's where, you know, Indian, uh, you know, uh, kitchens and Indian food entrepreneurs lack. So if right. we are able to, uh, you know, bring that standard up to international standards, that's something that will be a real value add to the industry. Right. right? Third was on, on food operations. Right? How do I streamline processes, build SLAs, SOPs that are followed uh, in a stringent manner? Right? Mm. Uh, so that we are able to delight users not once, not twice, but consistently over a over a period of time. And fourth was, you know, get the right curation. Right, uh, you know, an admin of a company has that much knowledge of number of, you know, food vendors they can bring to the right. cafe. Right, but right. doing it scientifically. Analyzing the economic, uh, you know, situation of the employees, right? What's the average salary bracket? You know, what kind of employees? Ah, How much yeah. is their daily spend ability? You know, then what's the local cuisine? What employees want to see in their cafeteria? What food do they enjoy? You know, doing it scientifically, doing it through, uh, you know, research, uh, finding out the right set and being able to, you know, uh, help the client find the right set of food partners to be deployed at the uh, cafeteria products. So these are the four gaps that we noticed and we work to you know uh, excel and and solve for these four things mm. and do it the, the best that it has ever been. Uh, so, so to break the four down uh, just to elaborate on the technology part, it started with just you know a lot of people say hunger box yeah, it's an ordering app right yeah. but that's like one of the 18 components that go into building the hunger box, you know, uh cafeteria nice. suite, right? So that's that's the consumer facing one. The consumer can, you know, order on an app or a progressive web app or a self-ordering kiosk, And right? But that's where the journey starts. We have built a lot of expertise on the POS and the software that sits with the food partners, right? So we, we saw that traditional POS machines are not mm-hmm. good for cafe operations. They might be good mm-hmm. for restaurant operations or a hotel operations, but they are not good for cafeteria operations, right? Which are mm. high throughput, quick, uh, you know, you have a set lunch break and then you want to quickly grab some yeah. bites and then move. So, so you need a very different software to, to be able to do that. right? So It's, it's really always rush hour for them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and you yeah. have to optimize and get the best buck out of those, those, you know, one, one and a half hour window that, that yeah. you get for food, right? So, so we build, you know, uh, the, you know, uh, you know, it's the world's best, uh, you know, cafeteria PUS system, right? Which, which is totally designed for cafeteria operations. Right. Uh, Third, you know, we we looked at every operation in the cafeteria, right? Uh food is prepared. Food preparation starts at two a.m. to feed you at. You know, one one uh, yeah. pm in the day yes. afternoon, the 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 preparation starts at two am. Right, so how do we digitally track it? Right, uh, the food is prepared, the right quantity has been prepared, it is loaded, the right temperature uh, was uh, you know uh, kept when it was loaded in the, the food trucks uh, on the camera boxes. It arrived at the right temperature. A temperature test to you know record and and uh, you know authenticate wow. that it came with the right temperature. Then it's loaded into Bain Marys and and served, right? Uh, and each and every step is digitally recorded. So we built a wow. supervisor app for the staff who would have to record each and every uh, phase, right? Uh, so that you know there is a digital. Uh, you know, record kept of everything that's happening on the, on the food front. And, and, and then it is now loaded on the main is ready to be served to employees. And then, you know, the, the other, uh, tech, mm. uh, platforms come in, you know, uh, managing the, the entire payments, right? Whether it's employee paid, whether it's company paid, whether it is uh, employee and company subsidized model, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, uh, some companies want to give free tea and coffee. Right, uh, someone to give a free breakfast if you come before nine a.m. Right, so so enabling you know all those kind of uh, you know uh, features and and all that right to be able to customize this for each and every client uh, you know based in, based on their H.R. policies around F.M.P. Right, so so uh, you know uh, a lot of this goes into building uh, the platform, right? Uh, so it's a it's a very config-driven uh, architecture. Right. And and uh, thankfully, we had the vision of doing so from the first day we we built it, right? So right. uh, we said that you know for every client it will be different. It's although it's the same hunger app, but it works completely different for each and every of our 180 client locations. Wow. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. So so we were able to you know build that from from day one, uh, you know, so that there is no rework required uh, later yeah. on. Wow. That's and. Obviously, from a tech standpoint, that is
1: very, very impressive. You've pretty much thought through each each process, right? And you said, let's digitize every process that there is, uh, which also meant that each team you were working with uh, had to also be ready to move to that sort of a process. I mean, it's hard from, a, from zero tech or what you said was they were using a POS which was, you know, generic or not really optimized for them to... Uh, so fine-tuned, optimized, multi-stage tech process. Uh, I'm sure there was a lot of uh, operational uh, angle. Every time you onboard someone, I'm guessing there's a large amount of operational training and whatnot involved. How? Absolutely. How so, difficult so or hard
0: is that? 50% is about, you know, uh, building the platform, right? right? The other 50% is, as you rightly said, getting it implemented, right? And, right. and you know, although it's a change in uh, the right direction, and that everyone okay. will benefit from it. Right. Like any digitization has right? okay. my, my bank sits on my app today. Right. And I don't have okay. to go to the branch. Right. But the first time I used it, I was all at sea. Right. How that hota hai, You know, my money You know, that kind of. Right. Uh, so, so it's the same thing, you know, it's, it's being done for the right reason, but all stakeholders are, are worried because they have been consuming office food in a particular way for decades together. And then, you know, some, some startup company comes and tells that, you know, Hey guys, I'm going to change the way you're going to have your office food, right? <laughs> it, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't go down well with, with a lot of people, right? So, so managing each and every person, you know, conducting multiple rounds of trainings with food partners, their staff on a Saturday and a Sunday to onboard them to, you know, uh, you know, to gamify the right. experience for them so that they are all brought into the ecosystem. To get the administrative staff and, and everyone mm-hmm. in the company hooked on to setting up help desks to assist the 10% people who are struggling to, you know, get themselves onboarded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but, but the overall ecosystem has, has been of great help to us, right? Demonetization mm-hmm. really helped us. Even in, in pandemic helped the rest of the, the, the last 10% people to digitize. Right. Uh right. so 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 obviously you know the, the ecosystem really helps. Uh but yes, you know, okay. it is that each and every cafe we we launch has to be handheld and, and ensured sure. that we are able to you know move them digitally. Right? But so, but fortunately it's a one way street. Right? right? So once it's yeah. You you will never go back to your bank branch, right? Or you will yeah, never yeah, go uh, to the movie theater to cut a ticket anymore, right? It's once you are digitized, you are digitized forever, right? Uh, and and that's uh, that's brings brings in that stickiness and and all that. Right? So. No, perfect. And and you know that brings me to
1: the uh, question around. Obviously, then now that you've thought this so much through, there's so clearly well understood benefits on both the consumer side and the merchant side. Uh, how have you imagined your that's the business model? Like is have you gone the traditional, let's say, technology provider SaaS sort of a route, or is there uh, something innovative or which is more accepted by the
0: ecosystem that you've seen work for you there? Could you talk us talk to us about that? True. In in terms of business model, you know, uh, you know, our our commercials are, are 2 pro, right? One is we charge SaaS fee from from clients, mm-hmm. right, and right. and that. You know, it was, it was around 14% pre-pandemic, grew to about 44%, right, Uh, during the pandemic. So, so we became a very uh, SaaS uh, company, right, Uh, because the daily transactions came up, right. Uh, Right. The other model is that we charge commissions from the food partners uh, of the total food sale that happens through the platform. Uh, So, so these are the two monetization, you know, methods that, uh, that we have a combination of the two you in know, a, in a 60-40, uh, 70-30 mm-hmm. ratio is, is what uh, is there,
1: And and these, these sort of work out in spite of, let's say, the, I would assume, the sort of thin margins that cafeterias typically operate on because it's so subsidized, right? I mean, again, the restaurant industry, which obviously you've interacted with before, itself has uh, struggles with margin and I know the biggies in the ecosystem anyway struggle with average order value and contribution margin and whatnot. How how do you see that as a going on challenge as a business
0: model? Do you think it will always stay uh, like this? Yeah, no, no. So I'll I'll tell you, you know, one of the greatest findings we had after having gone live, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and the biggest benefit we brought to the entire ecosystem was that before us, and this I can substantiate with now data of digitizing 650 of the largest cafeterias in the country. There was pilferage of eighteen to twenty-two percent, right? Wow. Prevalent in the in the industry. So eighteen to twenty-two percent of all food sale would not get recorded, right? Uh, some cashier sitting there would, <laughs> you know, would, would sure. go into his pocket. So sure. the 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 food, uh, you know, partner, the owner would suffer. The employees would suffer. There would be more water added to your pineapple juice. Right? That that's the outcome, right? So, uh, so what we were able to achieve through digitization was to bring on record this, you know, eighteen to twenty-two percent of of uh, you know uh, uh, complete drain uh, of of revenues that was happening in the industry. The second bit was was around you know reducing manpower. So before us, you know, each and every order would be collected by an individual. Right, he would sit sequentially collect. The order, you know, discuss with you, and then collect and punch your order, and and you know, do a cash transaction where you give right. money, he gives right. you change. So this entire process was removed. Right now, right. I'm ordering on the app. I'm spending maybe ten minutes discussing with my friends, but I'm doing it concurrently with nine hundred ninety nine other people also doing the same. Yeah, right? and, yeah. and then I'm you know deciding what I want to eat, and then paying for that food. Uh, digitally right using any digital payment method yes. that I, that I want uh and and completing the entire process uh there right so uh, you know so so that reduces uh, a, a full you know cashier cost of course right at, at the premises so so typically uh you know a counter is operated by four to five people uh you know so if you are able to reduce one manpower and the most expensive manpower at, at that so you have a twenty-five percent saving in in manpower cost. Right? Third thing we 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 did was that you know counters were all over, right? Uh, so before mm-hmm. us, the the food partner would just go and do his own business development, right? So using some mm-hmm. of his connects, he would have one counter in in Maneta Tech Park and one in EcoSpace, right? And serve mm-hmm. the two. His food truck would travel the two places, and it would be very ine- inefficient. With our kind of uh, platform, we were able to give him two counters in maybe EcoSpace and take away his Manita counter, right? Uh, so his one food truck can now just go to EcoSpace and serve two uh, counters there, right? So we were able nice. to geographically realign the entire industry, right? Uh, making it more efficient. So like that, I you know again we worked on food wastage, brought that percentage down you know, through analytics and reports and. You know, so at multiple touch points uh, you know whatever the industry needed we were able to pick up and address and solve for right and hence the food partners did not mind you know uh, mm. giving uh, the the uh, uh, commissions to us because they saw long term benefit in this of course. right they, they they saw that they can scale their business with us right with digital ordering he doesn't need to sit himself in the cash counter right. to stop filterage, right? It is automatically stalled stopped if everything is happening digitally. Right, so now we can then have another counter, or get a third counter, right? Because absolutely, uh, yeah. So so scalability improves and and, and all that, gets addressed. So if you are bringing in real value to the industry, right? Nobody has an issue, you know, paying, you know, what what's justifiably yours. Right. Uh, you know, it, it's only when you are not adding value, but adding just uh, another co- you know, cost item to the industry when when there is resistance. right? And and hence, the first cafeteria we digitized in 2016 is a cafeteria which still run, right, with the same set of food wow. right. nice. So it so goes on to say that, you know, the, the model does work for all the stakeholders involved in the process.
1: Wonderful. You know, it makes my last question very interesting because uh, now I'm thinking, where do you go from here? I mean, it's a, you've personally been in the industry so long. you have clearly there's well articulated value for uh hunger box and the offerings that you have. Obviously I'm sure there's more refinement of the product you're thinking about uh, and you know, like automation and whatnot, but what's your vision like in the next uh, you know, six to eighteen months, as as VZs would ask. Or uh, what's your outlook on both the market as well as your own? That's the roadmap.
0: How are you looking at things? True. No, so our journey is is broken in three halves. Right, one was the you know absolute stellar growth that we had from 2016 to 2020. Right, mm-hmm. absolutely everything going our way, and so much so that I was worried <laughs> that is it that right. easy to build a company. Right. Uh, but then, you know, uh, 2020, 2021 were the toughest years for, for us. You know, it was the most toughest professional assignment ever, right? To see 95% of your business wiped off in matter of few days, right? And, and being just a four year old company at that point of time and to survive through not one, but three waves and two years and with no visibility of when this will, you know, uh, yeah. actually end was absolutely the toughest you know uh, professional assignment we had to undergo right and it was the ultimate test of resilience of, of belief of of uh, you know sheer uh, you know uh, ability to to fight adversities right uh, yeah. uh, that that we underwent right and and that completely transformed the company right so whoever is is there today is mentally much more stronger uh, as as a as a team, uh, then we were pre-pandemic, but now we see the next uh, phase. We we see absolute stellar growth ahead for for our company, right? Uh, we are clear market leaders. Further consolidated our position mm-hmm. there. Uh, we are no more just doing corporate, now education, healthcare. These sectors are now getting us more accounts than corporate. Right, so wow. so okay. sectorial breakouts have have happened, and you know, our uh, you know we have done a fabulous job in in getting our uh, you know uh, unit economics corrected. So now we are you know uh, completely profitable. So for the in the last six months, four months we have been up positive. as a wow! Company. Congratulations right? with just with just about thirty thirty five percent people back to offices, right? Yeah. Uh, so so you know that that's the amount of work that has gone. We see absolute stellar growth ahead of us for the next three years. And our vision is that, you know, this is a country of 1.3 billion people eating food, but there are a handful of listed food companies right? uh, hmm. that are there in, in, in our country. And, and that too, most are MNCs, right? yeah. hardly Indian yeah. homegrown companies that are that have gone ahead and, and listed. We want to be one of those companies that that is able to go and, and, and list with sound, business, EBITDA profitability, et cetera, et cetera, having answered all questions around the business, of course, uh, to go of course. And, and, and list ourselves. That's, that's our vision for, for the next uh, two to three years.
1: Wonderful. Uh, Sandeepan, thank you so much for this very, very enlightening chat. I mean, I'm sure I could keep going, uh, given that you have personally so much experience in the industry and it's so interesting to see uh, that there's still a lot left to do. Uh, you know, for people who are listening in, what's the best place to sort of reach you? Uh, uh, do you want to share, uh, you know, where you would prefer if uh, someone wants to reach out to you?
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm there on LinkedIn, on on Twitter, uh, everywhere. So you can just Google Sandeepan, uh, Sandeepan Mitra, and you should be able to find me.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And of course, uh, you know, uh, given that the company is growing, uh, I'm sure people might be even interested in, you know, understanding more about the business. So I will ho- I will put the details uh, there for everyone else to, uh, you know, find you and find out more about Hungerbox. Uh, and for everyone listening to the show, of course, uh, if you like the conversation here today with Sandipan, please share it with a friend, Tell uh, you know, tell people about uh, what you heard today. Uh, give us feedback uh, on you know our Twitter handles, on our Instagram, wherever you are uh, accessible and uh, we'll be here to talk to you. Sandeepan, thank you once again. This was a wonderful conversation and again, all the best for everything to come for you and the entire team. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Pleasure, pleasure being here. Love the interaction.